0: From the MZ Studios Dallas Virtual Studios in Cyberspace. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. It's your host, Ryan Trimble, enjoying yet another beautiful, beautiful spring day here in Dallas. Joined once again by a man who really deserves a pat on the back. He, of course, Sean B. Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Good day, Ryan Trimble. Um, you know, I want to give props to you
1: for being, you know, like a, a suit teller, a fortune teller, like for having vision and looking outward. You know, you have referred to our podcast many times, I've heard you say, as award winning. And it's always good to talk about yourself and what you're working on, where you want it to be versus where you are, because obviously we did not start anywhere near being an award-winning podcast. Yes. But, you know, I'll be doggone if if you didn't speak it into existence, and now all of a sudden, Deconstructing Dallas is actually an award-winning podcast.
0: Award-winning. You know, the way you're saying that makes it sound like it was a solution in search of a problem, Sean. But (laughs) truly, uh, congratulations, sir. We were recently awarded – uh, two awards um two two, two awards F- the first uh, for our uh, podcast series where do we go from here uh, this was of course our our four part series uh following the the george floyd uh murder last summer um and we, we sat we discussed uh race race relations um you know the, the what was going on in America last summer and continues you know, today uh, with four, four you know, thought leaders from across the city. Uh, this, of course, was, was uh, a brainchild of yours, Sean. And so I was grateful to be a part of it and uh, have learned a lot from the podcast series and have continued learning. So uh, really exciting news. Really exciting news. Yeah, it was very cool. We had one of our counterparts here
1: Alan Media, Deborah Meek, submit the awards and and, and, and our nominations. And in true fashion, and we kind of put it off and put it off. And, and she kept on us until we made sure to get her the information she needed to submit. Where do we go from here for the awards? But we received a, a 2020 Award of Excellence uh, in the Communicator Awards from the Association of Visual and Interactive Arts and a, a gold award from the Hermes Awards again, for where do we go from here? And, you know, in the moment, it it really did feel like it was something very special. And we got a lot of great insight uh, from our conversations with Reverend Elizabeth Mosley, from Bob Sturm, uh, from the late Bishop Omar Jawa uh, who gave us great insight. And it's always something I, I try to get people to go back and listen to that episode. Um, because it definitely was one of the last opportunities I had to speak with him before he passed, unfortunately, earlier this year, and Father Josh Whitfield. and It was really a, a, a point in time in the co- country, and as you said, we're still dealing with a lot of the same issue, but it was a great start of a conversation. And, uh, you know, shout-out and kudos to our podcast team members, Samantha Matthews, uh, and to Michael Zavala from Lindsay Studios. And, Again, to all of our colleagues at Allen Media who have helped us, but Brian, you know, congratulations to you and the work you've done.
0: Yeah, well, well, c- congrats to you too, Sean. Uh, pat on the back, um, but but truly a, th- a thank you. You know, I think one uh, my, probably my favorite part of the entire process, uh, outside of our great guests uh, and, and and Bishop Omar, of course. Was the moment when you know I thought I had figured it all out. I'd read some articles and I I you know shared them with you, and um, we had so we had a very you know robust conversation about it afterwards. You were you were gentle, you handled it gently, and I was grateful for that. And uh, in, in a subsequent episode, I said that you know I was going to do some more listening, like I said I was going to do at the outset of of the uh, project. So. Uh, I'm still trying to be a good listener, uh, Sean. So I just want you to know. <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate you.
1: And, you know, I don't know how your back is feeling, but mine is getting a little sore from patting one another on the <laughs> back. But you can never do too much of it. That's right. And I, you know, again, I, I appreciate our, our colleagues, but it, we still want to continue the conversation. We've got more lined up. In the same vein and we've teased this a little bit we've got a really super episode that we've already recorded that we're just waiting to get in front of our listeners but you know we would not even be able to really keep doing it and want to do it i don't think if we didn't have people listening and giving us feedback even on that series yeah you know i've come to find that there are a few more people than our mothers that are listening to deconstructing dallas and so we did have people to come up and tell us what they thought about those episodes, about those conversations and continue to listen to our podcast. So for each and every single download that we get, each person who's listening to us right now, we want to say thank you uh, for taking the time because we do get the numbers and there are people listening. Uh, we would love to, to be more. We'd love for you to share with more people and get more involved in the conversation. we got a lot of love on social media with people congratulating us on the awards that we've uh, been so fortunate to, to get over these last couple of weeks. But I just want to say thanks to everybody who's taking the time out to listen to even one episode, because uh, that, that makes it a really cool thing to be able to hear people talking
0: about. Well, speaking of really cool things, we have a great uh, episode today, Sean. We are welcoming our, our first repeat guest today. Uh, she, of course, the great Lynn McBee. Um, If you don't know Lynn, she's got, I mean, I I don't know how long her resume is, Sean. She's CEO of the Young Women's Preparatory Network, uh, uh, Network of Schools. Uh, She's board chair for uh, EarthX. I mean, the list goes on and on. But man, she does it all. She is, I don't know, a renaissance woman. I I don't know how to describe her. She's a great friend. And so I'm really excited to jump into our conversation with Lynn today.
1: Lynn is Again, as you said, has become a, a great friend of the firm. She's a really good friend personally. We get an opportunity to play trivia together from time to time. And to me, the of all the interesting things about Lynn and all the conversation that you have with her—you know, being a runner and and all the great things—you know, the fact that she is a biochemist and yes. you know people just totally. Don't even really know about that part of her life in a lot, of, a lot of ways. It's really amazing that someone who's so involved on a grassroots level and doing so much with the philanthropic community, really her, her background is as a biochemist. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this conversation and can't wait to chat with our first return guest.
0: Well, let's do just that after this short break. This is Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Stick with us, we'll be right back. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, super excited today. This is our first, very first, two-time repeat appearance guest in the entire run of Deconstructing Dallas. She, of course, the great Lynn McBee. Lynn, welcome.
2: Hello. How are you, Ryan?
0: We're doing great, and we will send you the the crown for returning guests uh, in the mail. Uh, We'll have it couriered over to you later today. I'll be looking for it. Um, you know, in, in our in our first episode, Lynn, we talked about your role as the CEO of the Young Women's Preparatory Network and uh, one of the schools, DISD's Irma Rongel Young Women's Leadership School. Uh, the U.S. News and World Report recently ranked uh, Irma Rongel as the number two high school in Texas and the number 15 school in the United States. I mean, bravo for one, but what type of... Uh, recognition does that, what what does that mean for the organization and the faculty and staff there at at Irma Rangel?
2: Yeah, well, you know, it means a lot in any year, but it especially means a lot right now as we're going through the pandemic. And, you know, I think it proves up our organization will be 20 years old next year. And it proves up that when you have a really strong model and you put the right team together, that um, girls that are under-resourced and from diverse backgrounds and that are first generation to go to college can succeed and do amazing things. So I really, you know, it's all about the staff. It's all about the team, but this is really um, quite exciting for us. And especially coming out of, you know, this pandemic and what this is, this has been very, very hard on educators. It's been very hard with the virtual learning. And so to have, you know, these incredible results um, for Irma Ryan Hill, we're very, very proud.
3: And, and Lynn, with, Irma remember in hell being a DISD school, and we've talked about the, the district and opportunities to scale on success like what you all have had. And, you know, I wanted to get your idea on some of the initiatives that the district has, like P-TECH and early college and, and the direction that DISD is headed.
2: Yeah. I mean, DISD with their early college, P-TECH, the Dallas Promise, all of these programs that are really meeting kids, and their families where they are in their educational journey. I think for a long time, you know, we had kind of a one-size-model-fits-all, and that's just not the reality. We've got kids coming from very diverse backgrounds with very different resource allocations, with very different family environments. And so to be able to provide a trade, a vocation, um, something that, again, meets that child where they are and helps them, you know, be successful in life, I think we should be very proud of DSD and continue to support the these Great, uh, different and diverse ways of learning.
0: Lynn, I wanted I wanted to pivot. Congratulations again. That that's great. Um, you, you are a busy woman, and before we started our interview, you and I were sharing our our shared love for uh, conservation of big cats. And so, uh, you know, you recently got involved with uh, Earth X, and we had uh, the founder, uh, Tremel S. Crow, on a couple episodes ago. What made you decide to get involved in EarthX?
2: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Trammell's an old friend, and I've known him since he started EarthX. And I'll be real frank, and I've told Trammell this. When he started it 10 years ago, it was very strange in a way. You think about Dallas and Texas as being very heavy in fossil fuels, which we are. You think about it being very pro-business. And so I was, you know... Curious about it, and being someone that has grown up loving science and nature, I was a scientist before all these other things that we're talking about now. Growing up playing with na- playing in nature, collecting bugs, and doing all the all the things that girls didn't traditionally do uh, when I was growing up. So having that love of nature and watching him build this and watching him marry business and the environment and really bring business to the table to help, you know, make those smart decisions that are going to sustain our environment. So it started as kind of like, a, wow, I can't believe Tram was doing this. And then to kind of watch him and build and, and really be in and out of the work along the way as a, as a volunteer and an advisor. And then when I had the opportunity to really jump in deep and help him, um, I think you'll all agree that if you turn on anything, it's all right now about climate change and sustainability and how we protect our resources. So the timing is absolutely perfect. And having that love for science and having my friend Trammell and um, it just all kind of came together that way.
3: Yeah. And you've hit the ground running as board chair. And I know you are already familiar with the organization. So it's allowed for you to get off to an even faster start. But what's your vision for? EarthX and what are you all hoping to accomplish?
2: Yeah. So over this uh, pandemic, we'd always been a yearly exposition. So there'd be a big expo down at Fair Park and we'd have conferences and high level talks. And then we'd have a lot of different displays and things for the public to interact with. Well, during the pandemic, we obviously couldn't do that. So we took everything virtual. And from that, we birthed EarthX TV. And I hope everyone will tune in and watch EarthXTV.com. We've got a lot of diverse programming, something for children, something for adults, something for business. I mean, we kind of have it all. So I think to be able to be that very large platform, an international platform, when we look at our numbers, and we're reaching millions of people a week, and when we look at them, they're people all across the globe. So to be that megaphone that brings the right and the left uh, the Republicans and the Democrats all walks of life together to make the right kind of decision for our environment. So I think we'll continue to go down that path of building up EarthX TV. And then I know Trammell, we had a meeting the other morning. He is hot to trot on bringing the exposition back. Um, so we'll see how that takes shape.
0: Now, when we talked to Trammell, uh, it was, we were right on the, I think they had just kicked off. It was day one or just right a couple days before, maybe. Uh, of, of this year's Expo, online Expo, whatever, virtual Expo. How, how was this year's event and uh, what were some of your favorite moments?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, for me, most of it was pivoting to just the the TV platform. So I probably would say it was the programming that we had. And we've had some very interesting talks. We've had a show called Kids in Conservation where we've got young kids that are, you know, with the, dolphins and taking the plastic off their necks and really trying to teach people about not putting plastics in the ocean. So for me, it was about just that really high value content that people can relate to and that they can learn something from. And so, you know, but in terms of like the exposition, which will be a physical event, that is the thing that we'll, we'll start planning again. So I, I, we're not going to ban an EarthX TV. It will be the, the platform in which we're able to talk about the different things that um, affect us all.
3: We are with our good friend Lynn McBee here on Deconstructing Dallas. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of her other service uh, here in the city of Dallas. So stay tuned with us, Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We'll be right back right after this.
1: Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Brian Trimble. We are with our good friend, Linda B., CEO of Young Women's Preparatory Network, as well as board chair of EarthX. Uh, Lynn, I, I wanted to talk about one of our former clients for O'Cliff, Cliff, who is obviously doing amazing work in Oak Cliff and the 75216 zip code. You are the president of the board there, along with Francois booker Drew. And you all just moved from Glendale Shopping Center to the former YMCA on Letbetter, and I, I just wanted to see if you could talk about how all that came together. It's really exciting.
2: Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is, and I think I think you know because y'all were instrumental in, in you know some of the foundational work for the organization. But coming out of Glendale Shopping Center, um, there being just an overwhelming need for the kind of services that 4 Oak Cliff, the dual gen, you know, make the child strong, make the family strong. Really kind of all of those different services out outgrew because 75216 has got, unfortunately, in our city, really some very numbers that we should not be proud of. And we need to all work to turn those around. So, you know, kind of the need to look at bigger space and then. You know, the Y decided that they were going to do some paring down of some of their facilities and focus on others. And so when the Moreland Y came up for sale, it was really kind of serendipity. I mean, it's right across the creek, it's not very far. And we, um, you know, put our money together, put our plan together, and, you know, put a down payment down. And we are working on the rest of the campaign to to buy the the Moreland Y, but we are in and providing, we'll be providing services this summer. So we're really excited about it. But it just, it all fell, it fell together quite well. And I think the Y was very um, happy about selling it to 4 Oak Cliff because they know that we're going to continue to provide that level of care and support that the 75216 zip code and the citizens that live there need. So
0: yeah, it's very cool. You know, I, I saw that my beloved SMU Mustangs were out doing a food delivery uh, or grocery pickup, I guess it is, at, at 4 Oak Cliff the other day. Um, you know, sh- and Sean and I, of course, have a good relationship with with Taylor Toynes and Xavier Henderson. Uh, had Taylor on, on uh, uh, an episode. I, those guys are two great young leaders. Um, wh- what do you see... You know, what type of programming will this move allow you all to, to do for 4 Oak Cliff? And, and what are you hoping to see as a result in the new yeah. space?
2: Yeah, sure. So the facility has 10 acres and it's got about 20,000 square feet. So it's got a lot more space. So we'll be able to provide more GED classes, which we're seeing those numbers go up, which is great that out of the pandemic, people are looking for that, that uh, educational component. And then we're going to, we're going to activate the pool this summer and teach swim lessons because typically folks in 75216 have not had that ability to have the swim lessons or to learn how to swim. So we're going to activate the pool. So that is money that we've already uh, gotten. And they're actually working on the pool right now. We'll continue to do food delivery. We're going to work on a kitchen and hopefully do some culinary arts. Um, So, you know, and then there will be a lot of children's programming. We've got the uh, Lima program that we do, the learning modules there so that, you know, moms are talking to their babies and They start to uh, uh, learn about the different words, et cetera. So I think, you know, the space, more people. But I think one of the things um, is to just be a convening community spot that people can come. And, you know, we're not going to charge membership fees. So I think it'll be well programmed and and open to, you know, members of the community.
1: Lynn, our firm worked with you on the mayor's race back in 2019. And obviously you've been a a tireless advocate our city since then uh obviously by what we've just been talking about today i scratching the surface with a lot of things that you do but i wanted to you know get your thoughts about the city we we're all still living through a global pandemic uh you know our city continues to to, to try to work to, to come together and, and bring opportunities to people so what what's your what do you see as far as where we are in dallas currently and, and opportunities you know looking forward
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, coming out of the the pandemic, one of the things I'm really proud of during the pandemic is, again, you know, the philanthropic community really did rally together and set up many, many funds for, you know, pandemic relief. And then also, you know, there's, I hadn't just been the pandemic. We've had, you know, the snowmageddon that we had and we've had all the Mm -hmm. civil unrest. Mm -hmm. And every time that there was an issue, I really did, you know, kind of being on the private sector philanthropic side, see people come together and really band their resources together and try to, you know, put them out into the community where, where they're, they're most needed. And so, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's, as we come out of this blue skies and, you know, we need strong leadership. And so, you know, having strong leaders down at City Hall and strong leaders in the community, strong leaders in everything. I mean, that's just what it's going to take in, in business in the private setting and, and then in, with our politicians to, you know, continue to move the city forward. Very cool, Lynn. Um,
0: always, always fun to catch up with you. Um, if our listeners wanted to follow you, where's the best place to find you on social media?
2: Sure. So Twitter, it's at LMcBee for the number four Dallas. And then I have a, you can get me a, a Lynn at com. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you again for coming on. Keep doing all the good work you're doing across all the different spectrums. And uh, we will look forward to catching up with you. you hey, you may be our, our third repeat customer. We'll go for a three-peat next time, Lynn.
2: That'd be great. And I love being on. And I will tell you, all of these issues are all tied together. And so, you know, I just whatever issue people are working on know that it is it it helps with something else that's a problem. So
0: All right. Yep. This is Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We'll be right back. Back, deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams, Sean always always fun to visit with our friend Lynn McBee.
1: Yeah, these are the times when it just seems like we don't have enough time because we kind of set these parameters for ourselves. But I I could definitely see having her back a third time to get into even more of, of the great work that she's doing. So thanks to Lynn McBee for joining us today.
0: That's right, and. We uh I know we've we've teased everybody and then teased our colleague Samantha Matthews, uh, but we thought that this would be the perfect episode to introduce you officially to the listening audience, Samantha. Uh Samantha, of course, uh we we got to know Samantha during Lynn's uh twenty nineteen campaign and uh she had uh stick-to-itiveness, perhaps that's the word for it. You stuck around, Samantha, and we are so glad. Um, It's such a pleasure to work with with Sam. She's a a good friend and a a hard worker and uh, really has a passion. So we wanted to uh, bring her on, Sean.
1: Yeah, so, Samantha, you know, we would like just to give you the floor, give you an opportunity (laughs) to share our listeners about yourself and, and a little bit about your background.
4: All right, well, good to be here, guys. off of mute today
1: <laughs>
4: no it's uh you know against my will. I'm happy to be here on the show uh an appropriate episode to come on with Lynn, who, as you said, Ryan, brought me to Allen Media a couple years ago working on her campaign
0: yeah, now we we're so glad that in our uh you know when we were patting ourselves on the back, we are glad that you were also listed on the. Uh, the Communicator Award list as a member of the team here, uh, of course, with Michael Zavala, our sound engineer uh, at MZ Studios. But um, it, it says Associate Samantha Matthews. I think you're a lot more than that, Samantha. I don't know what title would you like to have on this podcast?
4: A, f- a friend of Deconstructing Dallas, behind <laughs> the scenes, perhaps. Muted.
0: <laughs> Chief friend. Yeah, well, we, we're so grateful. You know, you, you keep us online. There's always a, you know, constantly, you know, getting pinged by Samantha to, hey, are the question's done yet? Uh, do we have this interview scheduled? So um, as somebody who really needs that in his life, I'm grateful.
1: It's, it's been a much smoother process having you involved, especially between the two of us dropping and fumbling balls all over the place as we try to get from one episode to the next. It's been, been great. And so, you know, I I do want to pull the curtain back and give you an opportunity to say what it's been like working here on deconstructing Dallas. And, you know, if you need to give us any public reprimand, you know, here's the floor.
4: Great. Uh, No, it's, it's, it's been a fun, a fun adventure working behind the scenes on a podcast um yeah, hearing from people across the city and the uh the small talk that goes on in between and before the episodes, after the episode, it's been fun, never a dull moment with deconstructing Dallas.
0: Well, thank you for for putting up with us and and the light teasing uh that that we do. It's it's really fun. We're really grateful to have you Sam and um for those of you who don't know Sam, she's like I said, one of the hardest workers, a really compassionate person, doing some big things here in Dallas uh, herself. So, uh, and another SMU people here on this show. That's right.
4: All right. honey. That's right. Honey, honey, huh?
1: Well, Sam, thank you for the work on this show. Thank you for everything you do. Here at Allen Media, we look forward to continuing to work with you. We might have to do the same thing with Michael Zavala at some point. So, Michael, I know you're probably listening in the background. So, you are on deck. Get
4: ready, Michael.
1: Uh, You're on alert, Michael. (laughs) Uh, We want to thank Lynn McVee for coming on to Deconstructing Dallas with us. Uh, What a great time. What a great friend of ours. So thanks so much. We want to thank our owners, Mary Woodley and Jennifer Paschal here at Allen Media. We want to thank the entire Allen Media team. Thanks again to Samantha Matthews for helping with our show notes and helping us pull everything together. Thanks to Michael, and MC Studios. Thanks to you, the listener here at Deconstructing Dallas, we want to continue to encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, leave a review, tell your friends, shout this out to your peaks, interact with us on social media. You can find Ryan at r symbol fifteen on Twitter, r symbol fifteen. You can find me at Sean T Williams, shawnp and Patrick Williams on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, We are looking forward to bringing you a couple of episodes. We just posted the Ryan Sanders episode. We'll be bringing you this one, and then we've got a couple of great ideas coming. Don't want to spoil those, but just stay tuned. Share this podcast. Keep listening. For Ryan Trimble, I'm Sean Williams, Deconstructing Dallas. Adios.